0: Please stick around to the end of the show and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay. Welcome everybody to the Brand Ford Leadership Podcast. My name is Jerry Foster the big branding guy also known as the branding evangelist and I am so thrilled because I have as my special guest today Mr. John Gardner who is just an incredible guy and he is based in Australia. You're going to get to learn all about him. John how are you my friend? Hey,
1: Jerry, it's great to be on your podcast. I've oh. been really looking forward to this. I've been watching your stuff for a long time, and, and uh, it's, you're, you're, you're good at what you do.
0: Oh, thank you. Now, you should know, John, flattery will get you everywhere with me. Okay? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, if you would, real quick, please, give our listeners, our viewers an, an overview of exactly what does your company do, what do you do, and so on and so forth.
1: Okay, <clears throat> pardon me. I've I, and we'll get into the story a bit later. But um, I've been I've been in a, a passive income business for about twenty four years. Um, and uh, what I do now is uh, I, I I didn't I didn't start out to write a book, Jerry. Mm. I when I got back, we we lived on the Sunshine Coast, which is about an hour north of Brisbane, and. And we grew up our kids there and, and lived there on a couple of acres, and it was all idyllic. And then we got bored and came back to the city. And when I got back to the city, I, um, I started writing articles to LinkedIn. And after about 4,000 first-level connections and about 6,000 followers, I thought, hmm, maybe I've got something here that people want to listen to or want to want to read. And so what I did was I kind of put them all together and edited it up and, and made a book out of it called The Three Secrets of Business Success, and that's what I've been semi-focused on for for quite a while because I'm kind of semi-retired and and um, I'm 71 years old. And that's your cue, by the way, Jerry, to say, "Bye, gee, you don't look 71."
0: Uh, <laughs> and you don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're a bit late, Jerry, but I'll take it. All right, um, and. And just thought, look, uh, this might help a whole stack of people who are looking to start up their own business, or even people who have been in business for a while and are having trouble scaling. And and I, I use the analogy that if you wanted to play tennis, you'd have to learn the fundamentals. There's not much point walking on a court with a, a racket and ball and going, what are those lines for? You know, like, what's that bit of fishing net across the court there? And, and what are the rules? and where do I hit the ball and how, and, and, and in more, more, more importantly, how do I win? And it's the same in business. If you don't know the fundamentals, then you're going to be racing around, you know, whacking the ball into the, the, the audience and all the, the spectators and thinking that's how you play the game. It's not. You've got to learn how to play, the foot, the, how to play football, tennis, whatever sport you're going to play, or business. You've got to learn the fundamentals. Oh, and that's what the book's about.
0: I love that. And, and you're getting to a good point here, John, because the three secrets of business. Oh, my God. I know our viewers and, and listeners want to know what those are. And by the way, you can learn more about John at three threesecretsofbusiness.com. That's the number three, three threesecretsofbusiness.com. So, John, what exactly have you nailed down as being, let's say, the, I'm going to use the word three again, the three biggest challenges or obstacles or problems that most folks uh, bump up against when they're starting a business. Okay.
1: Pardon me. That's all right. The first, the first thing that that really comes to mind is that most people don't understand what the true purpose of a business is. Now this is basics. This is business 101 for, um, for a lot of people. Now, if you get about a hundred business people in a room and you stand up on stage, which you're used to, and you ask them this simple question, what is the true purpose of a business? You know what? 80% of them are going to say mm, "No, why? to make money. Yeah. And you know what? They're wrong. Yes. And they're confusing why they're in business probably uh, with the true purpose of a business. Now, it's, it's no real secret, but a lot of people don't get this and they don't understand this. And if they don't understand this when they go into business or even when they're in business, they're not going to be able to scale. They're not going to be able to build because they're going after the wrong thing. Now, the true purpose of a business, and there is a definitive answer to this, the true purpose of a business is to help people solve their problems. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now. Okay and you understand that you know this you've been in business long enough to understand that. Yes. But a lot of people who are in existing businesses or are looking to start out they think it's about getting money. And you know what people can smell you if you if you're after their money. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, they'll walk on the other side of the street to you <laughs> rather than engage with you. Yeah. And look the only the business works because of relationships and relationships only work if people know like and trust you
0: Mm. now the
1: way to get people to know like and trust you is to help them solve their problems Mm. they go from being you know like oh really you're trying to sell me something to leaning forward and going hey let's work this out together that's what business is about that's what relationships are about whether you're in business or personal relationships or whatever but most people don't understand that jerry and if they get that and they go into business with that they all of a sudden you'll start to realize, even people in existing businesses, they go, well, hang on a second, I've been doing this wrong. Um, how about I, I just help people solve their problems? And look, if you, if you help a few people solve their problems, you'll make some money. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you help thousands of people solve their problems, you'll make quite a bit of money. And if you help millions of people, well, you know how it goes. But it's all about helping people solve their problems. Yeah. And that's the first secret of business.
0: Okay. Okay. Very nice. So without getting into the other two, you just sparked something for me, and you've got me wondering, then what is the biggest problem that you solve for your clients? Is it helping them to determine why they're in business for the first place, or is it something else? What exactly do you do for your clients then?
1: Well, look, my clients are people who read the book. Oh, And I don't coach people, although I've been encouraged to do that uh, in Australia um, uh, because I've had 38 years in business and I've I've, I've had seven businesses, six of which I've started from scratch. So I've kind of been where a lot of people are right now. And I I remember somebody saying to me years ago, um, if you're going on a journey, uh, don't listen to people who haven't been there. Only talk to the people who've been there because they know and I've been lucky enough to be reasonably successful in 38 years of business and um, what I've put into the book is what I know, what I've experienced, what I've been through and why would people want to reinvent the wheel and do it themselves? Why not learn how uh, from the kickoff? Uh, The biggest problem with people is that they go in with a huge ego or even a small ego. No, business doesn't allow you to have an ego. You've got to be there for the customer or the client or the the whatever, instead of it being about you.
0: Yes, so true, so true. Now, let me ask you this question because there's a lot of people out there, as you know, who say they do something similar to what you do, even though yours is contained in the book. You're not the first person to show people how to have a successful business, start a successful business, and on and on and on. What makes your company different. And and when I say your company, I'm including you, John, because you are your brand. Because remember, remember, this is a branding yeah. podcast mm-hmm. here. So what you sets bet. you apart?
1: Um I guess the uh it's it's really interesting because I when I I do presentations, which I do a bit of, and I stand up and I say, hey guys, business is simple. And you can see people going, what? Hmm. And say so business is simple. This is the formula. You find out what people want and you show them how to get it. There you go. Now, that's it. That's all you do. Okay? All the other stuff is detail. But if you go and find out what people... Think think about Richard Branson. Richard Branson doesn't spend his nights poring over industrial relations laws or uh, property leases or uh, all the other detail that goes on. He gets legal people and his management people to do that. You know what he does? He goes and finds out what people want and he shows them how to get it. And that's why he's successful. Now, the interesting part is that I've, I've done this and I've had business consultants, you know, put up their hand and say, hey, you can't say that. Business is really complicated. Now, they want it to be complicated because then they've got a job, all right? But business is really simple, Jerry. It's it's it's. There's no myth about it. Find out what people want, show them how to get it. Now, finding out what people want is a whole lot easier, is a whole lot harder than, than, than showing them how to get it. Very but true. it's still doable, all right? Google is out there. It'll tell you what people are buying right now. Why not make that your business instead of um, trying, you know, trying to invent a widget or an app or a whatever? Um, you know, find out what people want, show them how to get it. That's, that's business. That's all there is to it. Now, my why I'm uh, I've been successful in this is I've learned to reduce things down to their simplest formula. All mm. right. And that is because people understand stuff that's, that's easy to understand and easy to read and, and, and simple. You get something complicated and they have got to scratch their head and read it seven or eight times. And I've done this in business books. I've, I've read countless business books and I'm, you know, I get four or five pages in and uh, four or five chapters in, and I'm thinking, wow, this is so complicated. Now, the book, "The Three Secrets of Business Success," is seventy-six pages, cover to cover. You can read it in an hour, all right. But there's so much in there. It's Thirty-eight years of experience in there, and like one of the one of the, the chapters is called um, "The John Wayne Theory" or the John Wayne Syndrome.
0: I love okay? John. Wayne. Yeah, go ahead.
1: You know John Wayne. All right? I love John
0: Wayne too, as an actor. Yeah, he was great. Me too,
1: me he too. You went to USC now,
0: where I went to school too.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your kindred spirits. <laughs>
0: yes, there we go. The Duke. Um, yeah.
1: The Duke, yeah, that's right. Now, um the the Duke is very, very uh famous for saying this: life is hard, but it's even harder if you're stupid. Ah <laughs> and it's so true. The, the John Wayne syndrome, like John, the Duke, all the Duke had to do was, was stroll into town, shoot up all the bad guys, <laughs> grab the girl, and ride off into the sunset. There that's you it, go. That's his gig, all right? That, that, that's a John <laughs> Wayne movie. I've just simplified it down, reduced it down. You don't have to watch the movie now. Okay. But <laughs> most, most people, <laughs> I, um, their ego um, demands that they do everything themselves. All right. They try to do marketing and their books and the, and the, the management and HR and all that sort of stuff because they, they think they've got to do it all themselves. And it's the total wrong way to go about business. You've got to do what you're good at. All right. You might be good at marketing. You might be good at books or whatever. But get other people to do the stuff that you're not good at. All this stuff about trying to fix your weaknesses, it's rubbish. Just work on your strengths. That's where, the, that's where your success is. Okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. So what would you say makes your approach better than say other alternatives that a startup business may be thinking of? And sometimes the person I think that could benefit from what you're saying is an early stage startup, right? Maybe they're in business for less than a year or one to two years. They could profit from your wisdom as well. Why is your way better than those other options? Tell us, John. Well, simply because
1: I reduce things down to simple stuff that you can you can easily understand and get straight away. Right? Yeah. Oh. You don't have to read the whole, uh, you know, you don't have to read 400 pages. You yeah. can read everything you need to know about being successful. And I, I'm not kidding when I say that, yeah. because if you keep business simple, you'll, you'll be successful uh, because your customers have got to understand it and you've got to understand it. If You get complicated, nobody understands it. Right. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's, oops, I just lost my little earpiece there. Um, <laughs> that's the reason that I believe that the book is so important. Now, Jerry, there's, there's another part of this. I was just reading, just before I came on, because I wanted to be up to date with this. I was just reading the US business failure statistics. And mm. you know what? They're very similar to Australia and probably Europe and, and probably most places in the world. And, and the US Bureau of Statistics tells us that tick over 50% of businesses fail in their first year. Yeah. Now, that is just frightening. Mm. Um, and I've been in business for 38 years. I don't know what that's like, although I've had failures. I can tell you I've, I've had a couple of cracker of failures. But, um, but that's just now, you know, that's a dry statistic, Jerry. Mm. But you know what? You start extrapolating the collateral damage that comes from those 50% of failures. And there, there's four or five major reasons why people fail, and, and they are sort of undercapitalization. In other words, they didn't have enough money. Um, they, they weren't very good at, at, at finding what people want. That's a lack of research. They weren't very good at managing money. They weren't very good at managing people and a number of other smaller reasons, but they're the main reasons why, okay? Now, people who read the book will be able to sort that out. Mm. Um, That's the difference is is that if people, you know, like I don't know how many books I've been into with four or five chapters and then something urgent came up and I had to Mm. stop reading the book and then I never got back to it and I am sitting on the shelf and they call it shelf help, not self-help, right? <laughs> and um, but this is a book that you can read quickly and then go back and refer to. and it's you know like most of the chapters are like an a four page. Wow. but it's what's in the page. And I like just... what
0: you were, yeah and I like what you alluded to a minute ago about you know what's up to date, what's the latest in terms of why these failures are occurring, which makes me ask you then what is the most outdated advice being thrown around now in your industry, in your observation? Because it could be that a lot of these owners are just getting poor advice and poor guidance, right?
1: Well, it could very well be. I, I, I'm I, not sure I know the answer to that, Jerry. Um, uh, probably w- one of the reasons that people fail in business is because they don't understand it.
0: Yeah. They
1: don't un- understand commerce, all right? Commerce is just, um, uh, creating or, or, or grabbing something mm. and adding value to it and selling it as a value proposition to your customer or your yeah. client. Yeah. And the more times you do that, the more money you're going to make, the more revenue you're going to create for your business, and the, the bigger legacy you're going to leave and the, the larger the asset. Um, and they're all things that, that people think about when they're in business. Mm. But if, if it's complicated... Um, and and they believe it's complicated because maybe some business coach or or whatever told them that it's is really complicated and you need me to to help you through all the complicated bits. Um, it's I, mean, I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it's not that it's not that difficult. And it's it's really simple. Find out what people want, show them how to get it. That's it.
0: So in order to get that to get that guidance, that 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 cracker nut cracker, what did you call it? A cracker.
1: Oh, just a cracker of an idea, or a cracker, in other words, a great idea. What? A, yeah, yeah, to
0: get that cracker of an idea from you, do you offer any kind of coaching, any kind of guidance, any kind of courses, workshops? Have you thought about going beyond simply reading the book? Because you're such an inspiring, amazing guy that people people may read read your book and now they want to they want to work with you. What What are your thoughts on that?
1: Okay, Jerry. Look, I've I've been encouraged to do this, and what I'm doing right now is I'm building a, a course that is a deep dive into the first three chapters.
0: Okay, good. Okay,
1: and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take three or four chapters at a time that are relevant to each other, and I'm going to build a course around each one of those, and they'll be relatively inexpensive courses. Look, Jerry, when I first started out, I was giving this book away. <laughs> I really was. And, and a mate of mine, a very good mate of mine, who actually wrote the forward to the book, uh-huh. who's a very successful builder and franchisor in a, a global um, builder. He said, look, mate, you know, people aren't going to give it or going to give any value to the book if you give it away. But if you sell it, people might actually read it. Now, I know that if a thousand people buy the book, probably three, 350 will actually read it and probably maybe 70 or 80 or 100 will actually take notice of it and do something about it. Now, that's 70 or 80 people who maybe won't fail in the first 12 months or, you know, won't fail in the first five years because they've learned how to scale. And, and believe you me, and I, I know one of the things you're on about, and, and I agree with you, is, is learning how to scale. Yeah. But if you're, if you're building something that doesn't have the right foundation, you're not going to be able to scale. In other words, if you don't understand the fundamentals of business. And a lot of people don't. You, you know this. You know, you you speak to people all day long who don't understand the fundamentals of business because yeah. they haven't had the experience or they haven't been with the right people. So, yes, the answer to to your question is, yes, I'm going to build a series of courses that are based on the book so that people can I can take people into a deep dive of what um, the chapters are all about. Now, they're simple to read and simple to understand, but I'm going to build these so that people can actually um uh get them involved in the process of of what the three chapters or the, the, the chapters are all about. So yes, uh and and look, I've I've been encouraged to do private coaching with people. And I'm happy to consider that, but um a lot of people wouldn't like what I how I coach because I just tell it straight, like, you know, you do it or you don't, but you know, don't give me a hard time if it doesn't work because you didn't do it, you know, et cetera. Well,
0: I, I, I see on online that you are on LinkedIn, John yep. Gardner, G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R. And if someone listening or watching wanted to take the next step with you, what should they do?
1: Uh just contact me. Um I've I've got a phone number on there, I've got uh, uh email address, I've got website, et cetera, et cetera. I'm I'm an open book. Uh, people can can grab a hold of me anytime and just have a chat I'm i 'm happy to have a chat with people and if it goes any further then that 's great if it doesn 't that 's great too you know um, yeah.
0: yeah all right so how do you what do you do for marketing How do you market yourself i 'm just curious
1: well this is this is the crazy part about it is that um, late last year, I applied for a, an export grant to the federal government to our federal government our Australian federal government. And the guy who was doing the assessment said, uh, hang on a second, a book's not really an export, you know. And I said, well, hang on a second. If I develop some proprietary software in Australia and uh, I sold it into the US, would that be considered an an export? And he said, well, yeah, of course. I said, well, it's the same thing. It's just intellectual distribution. That's all it is. It's it's selling experience to people. Uh, Why go through it yourself when you can buy a book that'll tell you the stuff you know Mm. and so anyway i got the grant and so i'm going to do a tour of the u.s in june or july of this year one tour and and that'll be across the northern part of the u.s doing all the uh, not all but a lot of the uh, the radio stations tv stations cable business shows etc etc i'm big on doing it um you know sort of person to person like i am with you okay and and there'll be facebook marketing and linkedin marketing and instagram and all that sort of stuff um, it's getting the message out there. It's it's not about. It is about selling the book because then people will uh, sure. will read it, or some people will read it and get the message. Yeah. Um, as you probably know, there's not a lot of money in in books, you know, um, especially when you sell through the big A. But you know, yeah, it's not about making money out of the books. It's about getting the message out there to people who are looking to scale or start. Yeah and, and um, get them understanding how simple business is and, and the formulas for yes. for business.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure your journey has been something that's quite remarkable that has led to where you are right now. One final question, what's been that biggest lesson that you learned on your journey without getting into the details? What's that one thing that really sort of shifted you into another gear? This is
1: This is something that, cost me in the year 2000 over $80,000. Yeah. It was the greatest lesson, commercial lesson I've ever learned. And it's it's actually the subject of the free chapter from the website. It's called The Difference Between Needs and Wants. Mm. And that was the biggest thing. Uh, I started predicating my business on need because you look at things and you go, well, everybody needs this. This Mm. is a no-brainer. This is going to sell like hotcakes. Mm. Uh, Guess what? Nobody wanted it. And in that chapter, I explain the difference between needs and wants. Good. And that is, was the greatest commercial lesson. And, and I believe it's one of the biggest problems in business because people don't differentiate between the two. If you need something and you don't want it, you've got to be convinced that you want it, right? Absolutely. And so that's what marketing is all about. That's what you know what we're doing here and Facebook <laughs> and television and all that sort of stuff. But if you want it, You've already made the decision. You're just looking
0: for a seller. Mm-hmm. Well, you're absolutely John, you sound like a branding guy. <laughs> <laughs> I am. We all are. Well, you're just, you're just very good at. It. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm just looking at some of your connections here. You're also you also can be found on Facebook and Instagram and yep. of course LinkedIn. Yeah. Well, John, listen, my friend, this has been incredible. I think that you are awesome, and I just want to acknowledge you for the work that you are doing to share with you those three key secrets, and I emphatically agree with everything that you are doing. Is there anything else that you would like people to know about you, or one parting word of wisdom that you would like to say?
1: A parting word of wisdom. Keep listening to Jerry Foster Podcasts. (laughs) This guy is awesome, all right? He, he knows business. He understands it, and
0: he understands branding. Um, keep <laughs> listening to the guy. Oh. He's smart. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much, my friend. So be sure to get in touch with John and check out what he has. So until the next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Brandon Evangelist, signing off. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself, and you've got amazing expertise, I mean, services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply. And I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? Okay. And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag brand leadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. (laughs) So your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbrandy.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at jerryfosterbranding. Or Instagram at Jerry Foster, Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster, Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time.